Hey there! Welcome to Dogs Who Smarter Than People, the quirky podcast that brings you writing tips and life tips. I'm Sean, and with me as always is Carrie Jones, New York Times and international best-selling author and awesome woman. I'm also Sean's wife, so he has to say that. We always start our podcast with a random thought, and then we go into the writing tip and the dog tip. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy! Writing tip of the pod. I'm worn out now, baby. I know, man. It's hard. But so, third, third time's a charm. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, it's random thought in the office, but it's not quite so random. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit of an irate. Yeah, that's right. I'm in the office. So let's tell you what happened. So I only have like about 10,000 Twitter followers because yeah. I'm not that cool. That's and good, no, it's not that good. No. Our child has 12,000 on TikTok. Uh, so that's just <laughs> that's true. Like, you know, it's not a contest. But, anyways, I have somehow managed to cultivate controversy this past week by. Sharing our home life. Controversy of one, mind you. Controversy of one. But it's really, really bothering me. So I'm going to talk about this person. I think they're a person. Um, because their their username is a society of a uh, vaguely obscure writer of paperback science fiction, right? Who doesn't sell any books. Yeah. But, like, the whole but- point of their Twitter is to, like, kind of help that person get some notoriety maybe do you know who the author of that book was no he's very famous especially in what i would consider to be the intellectual crowd uh, i don't want to say it out loud because i might get it wrong and then people will laugh at no, don't his do first it. name is kurt his last name starts with a v oh well that's not obscure no, that's why that's what this, the hell? that's why this person is using that as their name because they they think the obscureness and the fact that that author is associated with with intelligence makes them super crafty. Okay, anyways, they basically called me a bigot this week, and so yeah, and I'm a I'm bigoted against my husband apparently. So <laughs> that may be true, but it's not for anybody but us to decide. Actually, <laughs> so anyways, I had this tweet because. Sometimes Sean says things, even though he's been in New England for a really long time, that make my heart so happy because they're so adorably Southern sounding. Like, they're just phrases that I know my fellow New Englanders, particularly the boring ones of New Hampshire, no offense, New Hampshire, I'm probably bigoted against New Hampshire, honestly, but like... Don't say, right? right? So my tweet was, I have proof that Sean is still Southern. He just said, I don't need never know. That's Southern, right? And I was asking because I thought it was a Southern phrase. Yeah. And it's adorable. And he said it with a cute little Southern accent because if he has enough beer, he starts sounding more Southern. And it's lovely. It makes me happy because why? Because I think that difference in regions and in colloquialisms and in the things we say are beautiful and so cool. I don't want everyone to sound like they're making a business memo or writing a master's thesis at Harvard. I want everyone to sound 
like who they are and where they come from and it's gorgeous and whenever Shawnee says anything sorry I called you Shawnee but whenever you say anything like that I get so happy and as part of being a writer is listening to those things and finding that so you can insert that in the character's voice right yes the heck yes let me ask you one question when I said that that I have any bit of the southern accent yeah you definitely did well you failed to mention that in the tweet but whatever so this idiot is I don't know I wish I wish we could do it again and see what what they thought of it this is no way blaming you and I, I better shut up baby I'm about ready to Shani's angry. All right, so then the person responded by saying, disparaging regional stereotype alert with a yeehaw and a... a, It's a dancing, smiley-faced stick figure that's doing a little jig. Yeah, Sean saw that and got very angry. Because he doesn't like that, apparently. I don't like the way the stick figure is dancing. I think it has a bias, which I can't prove, and I'm not going to say. But even the term yeehaw has a Bias, in my opinion. I thought there was supposed to be a hyphen in the... There is supposed to... Well... Whatever. Okay. I think it's all over the place as far as spelling, but... I mean, where it came from, no Southerner would crap on a cowboy. And that's what cowboys say. Yeah. Sean, yeehaw. And so, I it goes for, sorry. I, it goes further back than that. It okay. might actually be a Native American saying. We'll get to that, maybe. Okay. So, so this person responded that way. So I'm like, wait, what? How is that a regional stereotype? Like, because he said that, which I think people say in his region, why is that disparaging? So I didn't want to be a jerk. So I said, I actually love the, I tweeted, I actually love the way different regions speak, the phrasing, the colloquialisms, and Sean and I have a joke about whether he's Southern still or not. I'm sorry you think it's disparaging. You should hear me try to say, oh no. Say drawer, drawer. Say it normally. Drawer. No. Drawer. No. Drawer. No. Say it normally for you. I don't even know how draw. to do it now. Draw. 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 In my New Hampshire accent. And it's cute as hell. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. So, and Sean teases me all the time about that, right? All the time. And so then that other person said, I'm sorry you consider poor grammar a regional dialect, and though I'm sure in your mind you were hearing a southern accent when you wrote it, to me it simply didn't come across that way. It seemed really, really passive-aggressive. It's stupid. But I also, I heard a southern accent because he was next to me. Anything, you fucking idiot. Okay, there I was go, standing right, That's fine. I was standing right next to her. Speaking pretty southern because he had a couple... And, and I actually have good grammar, and I can speak properly, and I know it makes you seem less intelligent when you cuss, but sometimes I don't care, because I'm from the South. Cussing makes up 50% of my dialogue sometimes. And you know what? doesn't make Sean any less intelligent. That's right. And it doesn't make his poor grammar, when he chooses to have it, a regional dialect. New England has millions of people, most of them in my family, who have very poor grammar. But to me, saying, I don't need never know, that's not poor grammar. That's a phrase. You know, it's like, it's a beautiful way of expressing something that might not sound super cultured to some of you, but to me sounds really Southern. And you putting a value thing on it by saying it's poor grammar. Yeah. Creates a hierarchy of worth 
that's not in my original tweet. Oh, if you're reading into it, right? So, like, I'm That's just their like, definition of it. Where did that even come from? Oppressive. And so Sean has made a million replies to this person that I have said, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Because he's so angry. But not a one of them contained a cuss word. No. Nor poor grammar. But the whole point here is that what is poor grammar? You know, you're speaking aloud. You're speaking your truth. You're speaking, like, in your family. Like, why do you have to be perfect? Why do you have to sound eloquent all the time? That's dull. You don't have to. And, and as it, a matter of fact, that... Sorry to interrupt. Can you finish right. up? No, and, no, and you're it, way better than I am. No, I'm not better than you are. That's the whole point. Like, but, like, the whole thing is, like... Don't create this hierarchy of worth and regional stereotypes by saying, like, can I not say that if someone says God bless or God bless your heart, that they sound like they're from the South? And if I keep saying wicked, like, oh, my God, that's wicked awesome, which is so New England, Boston from the 80s, 90s, Chris Evans, Captain America sounding. Does that make me have poor grammar? Because wicked awesome doesn't really make sense, does it? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's just so frustrating that you would look at this beautiful moment of regionalism and talking and make it something friggin' negative. And that's what bothers me about it. Like, me too. Maybe I'm a bigot because I noticed, I guess, but like the differences in our lives and our talk and in our thoughts and in our backgrounds are so beautiful. They are. They're like music. They it's are. like they can be so different yet so beautiful even in their difference. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I just wanted to tell person of intelligence, <laughs> or so they think, that... Uh, Sean doesn't like it when you say he has poor grammar. Well, yeah, I don't, that's for sure. But many regional dialects are purely based on poor grammar. Grammar shortcuts, word shortcuts, phrasing shortcuts, and it's friggin' awesome. It's beautiful. It really is. It doesn't mean that that You're, region is less. No. Your judgment values mean nothing. Nothing. But they mean enough for us to have, be annoyed enough to have oh, this other podcast so random thought. Really? This person is just so stupid. And they're trying to be intelligent. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you try too hard, I guess. Uh-huh. But, you know, part of me is like, are they even from... I don't know anything about this person because it's not their real... No, on their Twitter account. But like maybe they're from the South and maybe they felt hurt because you know a lot of people think the South um not a lot of people, but there is a bias, a northern bias against the South. But that's usually about their in the South like you know what I mean? Like it's a there's a definite bias that happens. Almost every region yeah. from another region. Yeah, but often the bias against the South is that the South is dumber or like they don't yeah. think or well, whatever. that's not true. So that, if this person's from the South, they should be trying to, which, which they're making out, like we're trying to fight that bias right now. But I don't so know So they're they just are. throwing out all kinds of oppressive crap. And you know why I don't like that dancing meme? I figured it out. Look at the way it's dancing. 
Um, yeah. That. Like, they suck. <laughs> like, they're in the 80s. Yeah. I think that can be attached to something more biased than the 80s. But anyways. I have no idea what it is, Dana. Um, sorry. That's all right. So, what are you thinking, hun? So, Sean had to... Um, so, if we you look up Yeehaw, and once again, this person who is saying that we had poor, Sean had poor grammar, failed to hyphenate Yeehaw. Yeah. So, if you're going to try to be, like, super prick about intellectualism and what is poor grammar or not, you know, at least use a meme that's correct. Um, but Yeehaw is an exclamation and an expression of enthusiasm or exuberance typically associated with cowboys or rural inhabitants of the southern U.S. Right. And you found that more offensive, right? I didn't find my statement offensive at all. No, but, but why that did you feel... meme is, makes me want to kick this person in the face. <laughs> Jeez. Which is why I'm not... I'm like, please don't tweet. So yeehaw also can be one word, by the way. But it's I know, not I said two it words. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know what it is? It's one of them grammar things that don't often make no sense. Yeah, don't Son make of no sense. Yeah. Are you going to just talk like that for the rest of the thing? No, because that didn't even sound Southern. But that's because I'm just pissed off and I was trying to, you know, yeah. have some non-grammar. So, originally, most people think that yeehaw is actually derived from a command for horses, right? Yeah. And, like, so it's interesting that way that you would use that as your thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even understand... They don't know what they're doing either. They just think they're trying to call you out on being biased. I think so, yeah. I I think they're saying I'm biased against Southern people. And I think that Mm -hmm. to be Southern is to have poor grammar. That's what what they're trying to imply. But, darling, you did not grow up in my family. You do not know what it's like to be from New England. I'm sure you didn't. And let me tell you that New England is full of bad grammar. And to me, that wasn't bad grammar. To me, that was an adorable colloquialism that seemed Southern, and I loved it. Do you remember when I told you what what it meant? What? Huh? What? What meant? Yeehaw? No. My phrase. Oh, wait. Let's finish this. Okay. Yeah. But yeehaw. So, a lot of people think that it is like a... Let's see. What do you think they said? I'm trying to get on there. It depends on context is what most people say. It's like, you know, you can trace it to like mules and cowboys where ye, he, or ye was like, hey, get going. And ha meant go left. So yeehaw meant like right, left or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it didn't make a ton of sense. And like there's so many slurs against rural life is the point and I'm sorry to tell you that yeah I am brilliant and I'm an intellectual but dang I am about as rural as you come yeah my mommy had the creditors calling we ate the commodity cheese we like you know what I mean like when I grew up where I grew up there was like before it became a massive suburb of Massachusetts it was pretty freaking rural you know and don't tell me that I'm being bigoted against rural people either. No. Nope. Because I am. That's who I am. And I'm really, really pissed off. 
Yeah, I'm sure that person didn't really know the truth. Meaning of me, how they're not that freaking smart. They just think they are. That's the sadness. We all think we're so smart, right? Like, we all think, hey, I'm brilliant. Hey, I'm going to do this. Hey, look at you. Hey, I'm going to, like, immediately go to hate. Immediately go to the fact that you're offending me or offending somebody. Yeah. Like, the whole region of the South. <laughs> you were just. I'll tell you one thing, asshole. Oh no! You ever hear this? <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. I don't care. Uh, I give hereby give my wife for missing the post. Anything online that I say, do, think, or feel, especially if we think it's both both think it's humorous. Because it's adorable. No, it doesn't matter. It's us. You're. If you, if I say something stupid and it's funny, then then post it online. I like to make people laugh. Well, apparently, and if some fucking jackass comes along that's got no sense of humor and wants to be, I don't know, Mister or Mrs. or whatever pronoun they want to use, friggin' you don't know proper, who they are. Yeah. No, because they're hiding behind a fictitious book character. Oh my god, what an asshole! Johnny are you Henry. actually gonna be able to post this? Yeah. All right. Um, what was I saying? I'll just put explicit on it because we swore. Yeah, I'm not done swearing either. He's angry. Anyway, we don't even want to talk, give you a writing tip right now because we're sorry. (laughs) I don't give a shit what Carrie posted about me online. It's not, I know that unless I've done something horribly wrong, it's not going to be negative. And let me tell you that if I thought that the way Sean talked or the way people in the South talk was negative which is not what I said no um, and that's par- actually can I go back because the fact that you read into the fact that saying something like that is poor grammar and negative that says a lot about you sure does because like, it's a why would you think that like why yeah. would you jump there like, why would you jump that there into like, hey, this is a hierarchy of worth where a New England person is saying this Southern person's stupid. I think it just shows how Southern you still are, and I love that about you. We're always talking about going back to the South. Yeah, we're gonna. And you know what? We're gonna have a good time. And yeah. I bet all the Southern people down there are gonna talk about how we ridiculously adorable some of my stupid phrases are you know for being up north yeah oh hell yeah you know because i have a million stupid things that i say all the time that sean calls me out on (laughs) all the time so like i just don't get it like why do you want to look for hate a lot of people are i mean you know that's that's all they that's all they got in their life which is so sad so let's just talk for a second. We've probably given them way too much attention. We've probably made their whole fucking year. <laughs> no, they'll never listen to this. Let's just talk. I hope they do. Let's just talk truth for a second. If you're from the South, doesn't mean you're stupid. If you're fat, that's from the South, doesn't mean you're racist. If you're from the South, doesn't even mean that you haven't had the COVID vaccine. If you're from the South, doesn't mean that you didn't go to a good college. If you're from the South, doesn't mean you're not an intellectual. If you're from the South, doesn't mean you always drink Coke versus Pepsi. People are different and that's a gorgeous beauty 
of people. And if you're from the North, doesn't mean you're smart. If you're from, for God's sake, definitely doesn't mean you're smart. It doesn't mean you're more eloquent. Doesn't mean you're intellectual, more intellectual. Doesn't mean that you drink Pepsi versus Coke or just, you know, sparkling water. It doesn't mean that. Those are all bigotries and generalizations and stereotypes. And to assume that when someone notices a difference means that they are making a hierarchy of worth really says a whole lot of shit about you. Oh, you cussed, baby. I'm yeah. so freaking mad. I know. I just want to say that personally. I choose the RC Cola. <laughs> or maybe even Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think I already said writing tip of the pod one uh, time. You're saying it. The real writing tip of the pod. Hey, everybody, we're cranky still. <laughs> well, we can't be compressed in 10 seconds, baby. Really. All right. So I, Carrie, was at a conference one time and hanging out with a bunch of celebrity young adult authors. And one adult author said he wrote everything down in an outline form first before he wrote. And another author said that she wrote expressly to the Save the Cat beat sheet. And I said... I just kind of write. Which is true. She just sits down and writes. And they gasped. Yeah, they gasped. And I ordered a drink with actual alcohol in it. And another writer saved me by saying, I like Carrie. Just write after doing decades of research in a dark and lonely hole in my basement, drinking only pasta mixed with great Fanta, (laughs) and crying the tears of salty mirth while trying to contact Dickens on my Ouija board. That's hilarious. I know. That's not really true. Nobody tried to save me. They just got. Oh, my God. So here's the thing. I wish that would have happened just like that. I know. Me too. So here's the thing. So I feel like Tobin Anderson tried to save me, but yeah. like it just didn't quite work. But I appreciated it. So here's the thing. Some writers just write. They don't plot first. They just write and they hope for the best. And I, Carrie, am often, whoops, one of those writers. And us kind of writers, we vomit it all out on the page and we watch the structure form. And sometimes, sometimes we have to revise a lot because of this, right? Yeah. And some writers start, can't start until they have the whole story nicely plotted out in intricate details. Yeah. And some writers are in between. <laughs> what? Keep going, baby. Oh, we're still so You're cranky. On a roll. So you might not even write the same way every time. Some books you might plot out completely. Some books you might not plot at all. Some books you might get to forty thousand words and scream and yank out that beat sheet from Save the Cat and drink whiskey straight and roll around on your floor amongst the tumbleweeds of dog fur and cry about your plot and your stupid Twitter feuds. <laughs> I'll give you an inside tip. Yeah. That's Carrie every day. <laughs> so no personal experience there or anything. But when you do get stuck, it's good to think of how you can work out your plot. And here are a couple of ways. Can I say something? You want to? No. Like, can I read? I was going to do the, the boring oh, right. headers I and you get headers. to do the big text. All right, all right. Because I did all that. That's what they used to call it, big text. Because <laughs> I'm tall and I'm from the south. He's from the south. Then when the cell phones came along, it was big. It went from big text to big text. And you don't need never know where in the south he's from. No, no. I love that phrase. Uh, did I tell you what it means yet? What does it mean? I don't know, and I, I didn't. I didn't know. I got along this far without knowing, so I don't need to know. Basically, that's exactly what it sounds like. That's why it's freaking All right. beautiful. Ugh. All right, old school baby. This is one way. To work out your plot. You make an outline. You use Roman numerals. 
You write it all down. Act one, two, three. Chapters, scenes. You feel proud that you remember things from when you were in grade school. You're proud of your ability to be linear. You're proud of your Instagram post with you working in bed with your pajamas and socks on. (laughs) Two, old school, but backwards. (laughs) You get out of bed. You do the outline, but you do it backwards because you know the ending, but you just don't know how to get there. Shoot, it sounds like sex. <laughs> we can't say anything now. I feel like we this sure is the podcast is going to ruin my career. This is what? I just don't care. All right. Three. Yeah. The generalist. You write the beginning, the middle, the end. Maybe you write down the big horrifying moment where everything sucks for your character. There, you're good. I like that one. That's kind of me. That is kind of you. That's and then you totally just me. fill in the gaps and you go back and you fill in the gaps and then I read it and you decide you need to fill in more gaps and then I read it again. <laughs> oh, this next one's mine. Character arcing it. You oh, going. shoot. I'm sorry. Beating it. <laughs> this is intricate Funny. man. Look, you wrote it. This is intricate man. Oh, there should be a comment between intricate. <laughs> oh, this is intricate man. This is the way you tell each beat in each scene. It's going to be a lot of pages. You're basically writing the book without the dialogue or a lot of setting. That's true, man. Sounds like you have to go back and fill in a lot of holes. Yes. So it's like, a. am just going to vomit it all out on the page first. Kind of. like, But some people, before they vomit, they do the beats. Like uh, okay. They're like, this beat, this beat, this beat, this beat, this beat. And then they sing Michael Jackson. They're like, so, so they're like certain Beat-y. beats, certain, certain recognized beats? Yes. Like in music? Yes. Oh, really? Like I don't want to know about it. I just wanted to know if it's true. Because <laughs> I still don't get the music one. So you're really going to confuse me. Because right, I'm stupid from South. He is from South, but he ain't stupid. All right, so character arcing it. You're just writing about your characters and what happens to them. Oh, that's like liter- literatica. Yeah, man. Uh, how do they evolve and transform? <laughs> well, without that ending part. So <laughs> you're just writing about your characters and what happens to them. Yeah. How do they, do they evolve and transform? Yeah, so, like, so sometimes when people are stuck with their plot, they'll be like, okay, here's my main character. Here's my secondary character. Here's my main character, Carrie. She had a negative tweet. Is she going to deal with it or not? Is she going to cry? Is she going to be powerful and have a podcast where she swears a lot and finally says, to hell with it, I'm just going to be who I am. That's my transforming character arc. Right. So. You haven't changed at all. What I have already determined from this list. Yes. Is that all styles of writing are the same. You're doing what makes you feel the most secure or what interests you the most first and then you're going to go back and fill in all the holes no matter where those holes fall. I think often that is what happens. Yeah. I think that like, you know, not all writers process the same cuz we're not all the same and we all think differently, right? Right. But a lot of the times so the way that you do it like when you have that issue and you're trying to like go back and outline your plot or figure out how to fix your plot or your story structure, right? Yeah. 
you go to the thing that really matters the most to you. So right. if you're someone who cares about character, you're going to look about that transformation of character. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who cares more about the plot, you might be looking more at the beats, and that's mm-hmm. how you help your way through whatever's blocking you from creating that story. That was a very we, wise we, man from the South. We really throw out the knowledge when we're angry. Oh my God, we should just always be <laughs> fucking angry. <gasps> you cussed, you said I'm so F- angry! Bomb. You should change the title to Carrie says the F-bomb. Uh, Boom, because it's kind of towards the end too, so I'm going to be hooked. Yeah. You going to read this header? I don't even remember. This one right here. It's all in the mind. You make adorable bubbles and connect words to ideas. It's adorable, like you. So that's like the mind map. Working in bed with your socks and pajamas on. Shut up, man. <laughs> I may go to bed with my socks on and take them off two seconds yeah, after I'm under the covers. Yeah, leave them under the covers. Like I right. gotta sleep with two little mice. <laughs> all right, the next one is, it's all talk. You say to the character, hey, tell me what happens in your life. Then you write the dialogue of the characters telling you what happens. Yeah, usually when I do this one, I do it like for like a half a paragraph. I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> that kind of seems like a lot of work. No, it's super easy if it's like, for me at least, like, it's I like. Know, you're brilliant, but uh, for me, dialogue is always a lot of work. <laughs> Where's this comma go? No, it's more. <laughs> is this one supposed to be capitalized? No, no, it's more like you're like, hey, Sean, tell me what happens in your story. And then your char- you write in the voice of Sean, your character, and you're like, well, right now I'm very angry at my wife for not allowing me to tweet back at that idiot. And blah, 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 blah. I'm not angry at you, man. You were. I mean, All you right. lied to me, but I still I didn't lie! You told me last night if I deleted my two responses, that, and if he repl- they replied, then I would be allowed to respond. Yes, but... Again? Right, I said only if it was super negative and it was more passive aggressive than super <sighs> negative. Yeah. All right. Pinterest it. Some of us like images and pictures do. to help us plot. I'm out for that. We might cut things out of magazines if we actually still have magazines or we might use Pinterest. And there you go. That helps a lot of people. Really? Yeah. Whiteboarding and index cards and spreadsheets. Wait, do they lay out the pictures of like strings like in a detective show? That's what you do with the whiteboards and the index cards and spreadsheets. These sexy beasts are like binders. Binders are sexy. (laughs) I hear they can be quite painful. They organize. Thank you, baby. That was quite the compliment. Uh They organize your thoughts and then allow you to reorganize your thoughts again and again. Here's the next one, ready? How many of these freaking things are there? Oh, oh, this this is, is the last one, you jerk <laughs> It's called I Have a Template. And? I know how to use it. Oh, you took my words, man. You took my words. I did. Some writers find these super restrictive. Some writers want to give them a massive smooch and cuddle with them on the couch in front of a warm fire. Save the cat, Joseph Campbell. Six-act structure are all adorable and sexy templates you can use when you want to get your story to work. So all condensed, writing tip of the pod. Usually we plot so that we have a way to go. A roadmap. Some of us just like to drive. It doesn't matter. There's no one damn way to write your novel. 
And there's no one damn way to find your husband adorable when he sounds southern, you effers. <laughs> Dog tip for life. You said that in a very southern way, babe. Nah, did I? I'm just kidding. I don't think so. Alright. So we were talking to the dogs, but the dogs didn't want to talk to us, honestly, because we were too hostile. By the way, both of our dogs are from the south. They are. Oh my god. I'm totally you, outnumbered. They, they talk so fucked up. They bark. Oh my god. They bark like. Man. The, I mean, they're poor grammar. Gabby's constantly saying, bless your heart to the people out in the street. And don't you don't even never know what goes on in this house. That's what Sparty says. <laughs> <laughs> So the dog tip really close and succinct is, look, you get to live your life according to your rules, your wants, your thoughts, and your needs. And if some idiot on Twitter doesn't get that, they're an idiot. Hey. Is that not really what it is? No, that's great. That's a great dog tip. I was just thinking we just ate up half an hour of these people's time bitching about so something on Twitter, but but we greatly appreciate the opportunity to vent. You've all been marvelous therapists. Difference doesn't mean... Oh, difference makes the world go round. All right, from a doggy point of view. Man. Ready? I'm going to circle back to dog tip for life. All right. Difference isn't a bad thing. It doesn't mean that one thing is a better than another friggin' thing. It just means that they're different. Considering someone's way of talking being a poor grammar is really, really kind of friggin' elitist. It is. And like, but by noticing that someone's way of talking is different than you, that's not elitist. You know what I mean? It's like... No, no, that's really like kind of shallow and ignorant. <sighs> It's really biased, actually. It's bigoted. It's totally totally bigoted, honestly. Difference is good. And part of the reason I love Sean so much is because he comes from a background and mindset that's so incredibly different from my own boring background and mindset, right? Yeah. And my mindset isn't better. And his mindset is not better. But they're both different and when we come together it creates like this beautiful moment yeah they mesh very well actually yeah but that's how everything is supposed to be that's right difference doesn't mean bad and it doesn't mean hierarchy of freaking worth nope and dogs know that dogs yeah Gabby doesn't look at a poodle. Gabby's a great Pyrenees. She's this huge, big, fluffy white dog. She doesn't look at a poodle and think, oh, you're worse than I am. That's right. Poodle might think that, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's because the poodle's a pseudo-intellectual and thinks everybody should talk like a friggin' college, college-educated <sighs> journalist or something. Yeah, but you know what? When you talk like that, you're hiding what the truth is. You're hiding who you are. If it's not who you are, yes, you are. Well, you know, most of us are trained to speak uh, like a master's right. thesis. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you're trained to, but you just garble and you pad and you layer all this crap around your sentences, but yeah. you're not getting to the core and the truth of your sentences in a brilliant way. Like, what did you say, honey? 
I don't need never know. I think I don't need never know. Instead, someone could say, you know, I may not need to know in any sense of the word at any time what it was that I particularly know now and I have not known in the past. You're like, yeah, whatever, grammatically correct, but blah, blah, blah. I know, I already fell asleep. Exactly. And dogs know that. They just go to the core of the truth. They sniff your butt. They know who you are. I don't think we have to pretend like it's still dog tip, baby. Alright, whatever. <laughs> I was trying. And I have new books out. And I'm teaching some classes at the Raining Barn. So if you want to hang out more with us, you know, just head on over to the Carrie Jones Bookstop blog and we'll hook you. Chill. Well, chill, man. Hey, don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, what's the other thing? Share. Share. Ooh, that's an important one. Like, subscribe, share, and love each other. Love each other. Love your way through it. Peace. Peace. (laughs)